Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which is for me, 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. Excuse me. If you ever miss any of these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud and or wherever you get your podcast by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging, and they could well pop up on other podcast services as well. They're archived back to the beginning, which I'm thinking is about 11 or 12 years now, Thrilled, and there's a wealth of information that's been recorded in um, stored on SoundCloud for us. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I came into the TR90 program from the R90 program, which was its immediate predecessor. And um, R90 worked, but it didn't work really effectively for me. When the TR90 program came out with the supplements, the um, food plan and exercise for a lifestyle change that made a huge difference in my life, and I can hope I hope that it will make a huge difference in your life as well. After about six months, I had dropped 20 body inches, but I did not lose an ounce of weight. So do realize that if you're using a scales as your measurement, that's not um, the best way to go. Taking actual tape measure measurements, um, if you're using a widening scale where it gives you a percentage of body fat to muscle mass, that would greatly help. I didn't have that advantage back then. Because um, I was exercising like four and four, three and a half to four and a half hours a week, and definitely I was getting my exercise in, but I wasn't losing any weight because I was keeping my muscle mass. So with that, and muscle is more compact than, your, uh, than fat is, so with that being said, when you're first starting out with that Tier 90 program, it's one lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best. If you're not able to do that, do take them with your meals. It'll still work. It's just not quite as um, effective and as efficient as it could be if you could take it beforehand. I know there were many times that I was not able to take it beforehand, so... I do know from personal experience it will still work. Drinking plenty of water to stay hydrated. And with that being said, you should be, the formula for that is about one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking about 50 ounces of water daily. If... Um, you're in a humid area or you're exercising heavily, you'll need to increase that to offset what you're losing in body moisture. And if you're exercising heavily, you could be losing up to a quart in an hour. So that's the reason why they always recommend that you stop about every 15 minutes or so and drink a glass of water to stay hydrated. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. Definitely can do more than that if you hit a plateau. Um, Adding in an extra five to ten minutes of exercise, um, making sure you're getting all your fruits and veggies, uh, are, and making sure you're getting plenty of good sleep is also a good thing. 
So speaking of sleep, seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. Your body does what I like to say are a bunch of system resets while you're sleeping and really helps set your mind up for making good positive decisions for the next couple of days, but also really gets you onto the right track. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Fiber helps with satiety, um, which means that you'll be feeling full and uh, not feeling like you're hungry all the time, as opposed to eating things that don't have that fiber in them. And let's see what else. About the exercise, talk about the sleep, talk about the water. I think we've talked about all of the basics for the TR90 program. Today I'm sharing some information out of a book that is called Superfoods Health Style Simple Changes That Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. This book was printed in 2006. It just has a wealth of information in it. And with that being said, today I'm talking about oats and why you want to make sure that you have some oats in your diet because they're a whole grain. For one thing, they're a whole grain. Oats are also a prebiotic. So if you're worrying about um, probiotics and prebiotics, prebiotics feel, feed, um, help feed the good germs in your digestive tract, so maybe having those would be a good thing. So oats are a source of fiber, beta-glucan, low in calories, has protein, magnesium, potassium, zinc, copper, manganese, selenium, and thiamine. Super sidekicks to oats would be your wheat germ and your ground flaxseed. By the way, in order to get the nutrients out of the flaxseeds, they need to be freshly ground and not pre-ground, just as a a heads up on that. Sidekicks to oats are your brown rice, your barley, your wheat, your buckwheat, rye, millet, bulgur, uh, bulgur wheat, amaranth, quinoa, triticale, which is a type of wheat, caimet, which is also another type of wheat, both of which are older ones, yellow corn, wild rice, spelt, and couscous. So you should try to eat whole grains that contain a daily minimum of 10 grams of whole grain fiber. When I first, and this is Dr. Pratt saying, when I first started encouraging people to eat superfoods, the one food that a number of people resisted was oats, despite the fact that oats are endorsed by the FDA in 1997 as a food that could help lower total serum cholesterol levels and especially the LDLs, which are the bad ones, by the way. Oats, particularly oatmeal, has had, had at least for a brief time become highly touted as a health food. Why the resistance to oats as well as the other whole grain foods? It was due to two simple words that for a time transformed the way many people ate. Low carbohydrates. When the popular low-carb diets swept into public consciousness a few years ago, many people eliminated all carbohydrates from their diets. Unfortunately, the low-carb craze 
oversimplified the issue of complex carbohydrates in the diet, and too many people began to equate carbohydrates with overweight. The disastrous solution for many was a simple equation. Eliminate carbs equals lose weight. What this equation ignored was the fact that not all carbs are created equal. While a teaspoon of sugar is a carb, so is a slice of whole grain bread. While sugar and refined carbohydrates should be limit, very limited part of your diet, whole grains made from relatively unprocessed grains are a critical component of a diet that will help you prevent disease and promote health. Anyone who eliminates carbs from their diet, diet does so at the risk of their long and short-term health. I'm thrilled to see that we have turned a corner in our appreciation of whole grains. The new food pyramid features whole grains and even food manufacturers are promoting whole grains. Major cereal producers are boosting the amount of whole grains in their cereals and there is a new quote-unquote whole grain stamp that appears on food products that are a that are sources of this important component of a healthy diet. The this is all excellent news for consumers who will now have an easier time identifying the true whole grain products. And just so you know, it hasn't always been easy to find whole grain products. Now the whole grains council, a group of more than 30 grain food companies, grain producers, and bakeries have come up with a seal of approval that features shafts of wheat and one of three designations, good source for foods containing at least eight grams of whole grain ingredients per serving, excellent source which con for foods containing 16 grams of whole grain ingredients per serving, and 100%, which is reserved for foods where all grain ingredients are whole grain. Whole grains have been part of the human diet for 10,000 years, ever since man adopted agriculture as a method of providing food, and indeed for at least the last 3,000 to 4,000 years, whole grains were a major portion of the human diet. Whole grains are kernels of intact grains that include the bran, which is a rich fiber-rich outer layer that contains B vitamins, minerals, protein, and other phytochemicals. The endosperm, which is that middle layer, which contains carbohydrates, proteins, and a small amount of B vitamins. And the germ, the nutrient-packed inner layer, which, which contains B vitamins, vitamin E, and other phytochemicals. Beginning about 1870, a new type of milling allowed for grains to be refined so that only a part of the grain was used in food products like white flour and white rice. The bran and the germ were stripped away, leaving only a starchy substance that was missing many, if not all, of the whole grain's natural nutrients, antioxidants and phytonutrients. Consumption of whole grain foods plummeted until Few people were consuming anywhere near the amount of recommended, uh, recommended for health. A study in 2000, for example, found that among Americans, 
20 years old and older, only 8% consumed the recommended three servings of whole grains daily. And a 2003 study of U.S. children and teenagers found that their consumption of whole grains was less than one serving a day. Does it really matter if your diet is low in whole grains? If you care about reducing your risk for heart disease, stroke, diabetes, hypertension, and certain cancers, and various other diseases, then yes, it does. Oats, one of our most popular whole grains, are a true superfood, low in calories, high in fiber and protein. They're rich in magnesium, potassium, zinc, copper, manganese, selenium, thiamine, panathetic acid. They are also a valuable source of phytonutrients such as polyphenols, phytoestrogens, linganins, protease inhibitors, and vitamin E. It's important to remember that with oats, as with many whole foods or superfoods, the synergy of their rich supply of nutrients makes them even more powerful than their individual benefits would imply. Oats are one of my favorite superfoods because not only are they health-promoting, they're also inexpensive and widely available. Whether you're dining at a local diner or a four-star restaurant or hotel, you're able to find a satisfying, healthy bowl of oatmeal on the menu. Here's a rundown of what oatmeal can do for you. So, um, oats and heart disease. There's been a fair amount of press about oats and their ability to, to reduce cholesterol levels. The soluble fiber called beta-glucan, that is found in oats, seems to be responsible for this beneficial effect. Many studies have shown that individuals with high cholesterol who consume three grams of soluble oat fiber a day, roughly the amount in a bowl of oatmeal, can lower their total cholesterol by 8 to 23%. Other studies continue to confirm the benefits of including oats into your diet as a way to reduce heart disease risk. One 14-year study at the Harvard School of Public Health of over 27,000 men, ages 40 to 75, found that those with the highest whole grain intake, about 40 grams per day, kept their heart disease risk by almost 20%. But even those eating just 25 grams cut their risk by 15%. So this tells us that we really do need to be including those oats into our diet. So two clues to look for that foods that you are buying contain whole grains. Make sure the list of ingredients begins with the word whole and look for whole on all the baked goods, including breads, crackers, cereals, pretzels, etc. Make sure that the nutrient, nutrition facts on the labels list the fiber content as being at least three grams of fiber per serving for all breads and cereals. And that's just um, the start of what we're going to get into. So tomorrow we'll be discussing a little bit more about oats and some of the other um, diseases that it can help mitigate. With that, this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, signing out for April 13th, 2023. I welcome any questions, thoughts, or comments you may have when I take this off mute. Also, 
if you um, scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live at the top of the hour, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on the company of New Skin or how you can build a New Skin business. With that, have a great day. Don't forget to get in your 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Hopefully you're having a great day, and sorry for my little beagle friend that was barking in the background. She likes to bark at anybody that's walking down the street. If there's no other thoughts or comments, I'm going to let everybody go, and we'll see you back here again tomorrow.